Hi, this is Robert Alexander, and this is Life Rhythms Radio. Your life, your rhythm, your radio show. Show, show, show. Welcome to Life Rhythms Radio, an out-of-the-box weekly radio show that helps you organically explore, expand, and celebrate what is most important to you in this current chapter of your life. And here's the important part. Each show will invite you to explore what works best for you in your rhythm. Created in the spirit of life rhythms, the show invites you to identify and resonate with unique weekly topics, informal and transparent interviews with special guests, how-to tips for your personal and professional endeavors, and music that inspires, engages, empowers, and motivates you. Life Rhythms Radio. Your life, your rhythm, your radio show. And so, the alchemist journey begins. Enjoy the journey. Welcome to episode 19 of Life Rhythms Radio, your life, your rhythm, your radio show. Today's topic is past lives. My name is Robert Alexander. I am the host of Life Rhythms Radio and greetings from Oxnard, California. We are here today with the legendary Dr. Bunny Reeland. How's it going, Bunny? I'm doing great, Robert. How are you doing? I am doing absolutely fabulous, and it's such an honor to have you, out of all people, on my show, since you are the owner of Mercury Broadcasting. Well, you know, you brought a show onto Mercury that was completely unique, different, and refreshing because what you do is unusual. You do something that's very specialized. You do something that uh, is becoming more and more popular. But to be real honest, I didn't know what the heck you were doing until I listened to you. And I enjoy your shows. So thank you. Oh, thank you. It's what a blessing and honor. I feel like I'm tearing up at this moment. <laughs> well, because I'm a hypnotherapist, I buy Kleenex by the case. I have a lot of people that cry in my office. So. Crying is a good thing, even especially for, for men. Yeah, so. it's, very, it's very cleansing, and it helps to relieve a lot of stress. So, yeah, cry. Hear that, folks? Now it's time to shed a couple of tears and just be in the flow. Be in the flow. Be in the flow, no pun intended. <laughs> so here we are in beautiful Oxnard, California. Let's share with our listeners, how did we meet and what have you been up to lately? You know, I don't remember how we met. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. His name is Randall Richman, oh. a Ventura favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Randall. Yeah. Rand- Randall's a very fascinating guy. Yeah, but I was thinking about that earlier today. How did we meet? And I thought it might have been on Facebook, but it was more than that. Thanks, Randall. Yes, thank you, Randall. Actually, Randall gave me your information, Mm -hmm. and he actually said, well, you may want to be in touch with her. And lo and behold, you're blessed, and I was blessed enough to actually connect with you, and you were saying, hey, let's, how would you like to be interviewed? So, beautiful. I love to interview people, and I... You know, I think everybody has a story. Some stories are more interesting than other stories, but everybody has a story. And you did, and I, I thought you were interesting enough to have your own show. 
Thank you. And here we are, your life, your rhythm, your radio show. So this isn't only about what we're talking about. It's also what's re really resonating for you, the listener. And it's all about really creating the intention and creating a different place that we're really um, we're resonating very deeply with this. So um, speaking about stories, we're going to be talking about past lives. And Bunny has an amazing, amazing story to share with us today. Actually, it is pretty amazing. Uh, have you ever had the feeling that you've been there before or that there was something that just kept happening over and over in your life and you just wasn't, you weren't quite sure what it was, but you knew that, that it was something and you knew you had to follow up on it. Have you ever had that, Robert? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, when I was younger, I had this feeling, actually, I thought it was a knowing that I would never live past 50. So I'm doing my life and I know that I'm going to die early. I just knew it. And one day I was talking to my daughter, and I told her about this. And she said, well, Mom, I have something that I'm working with, too, and I have the same kind of feeling. It wasn't that she thought she was going to die early. And because it's her, it was her feeling, I'm not going to disclose it because, you know, that's, that's another story. So at the time, we lived in Ventura, California, and I said, you know, there's this woman named Gertie, G-E-R-T-I-E, -E. and Gertie was like a clairvoyant. And I said, why don't we go to her and maybe she can shed some light on our two issues, our two stories, our two things that were really blocking us from living life to the fullest. So I said, we don't want to go together. We want to go separately because we weren't sure about her. We didn't know if she was, you know, in fact everything that I'd heard about her, which was the truth, and she could see it, and she could tell you. So I went first. I went to Gertie first. So I had this feeling about dying before I was 50. Gertie put me in a trance, and I still have the audio tape that she made of this, uh, of this time that I had with her. And she told me three stories. She said, you've had past lives. And you've died early in all of them. The first time I lived in Persia, my parents sold me when I was about 13. We had no money, so she, they sold me to a potentate. And we lived in the castle or the whatever it was back then in Persia. We had a wonderful, fun time. And I, um, I died in childbirth at 16. So there's a lot more to the story. There's a lot more to all three of them. But just, just as an overview, um, that was number one story that she told me. So now I'm 16 and I'm gone. Second one was in Ireland. And it was at the time of the Black Death or the, you know, whatever the disease that was taking over the country. Um, and... I had just gotten married. I was like 20, just gotten married. I looked at my husband, and he had red hair and freckles. And all of a sudden, I could see this look on his skin, and it was like, oh, my God, he's going to die because he had contracted this disease, whatever the disease was back then. I, I don't know. You know, but they, you know, they used to have the Black Plague, and they had all kinds of things that would wipe out countries at a time. So I had this, 
I was scared. I, I, I had this feeling that, oh my God, I just got married. My husband's going to die. I held him in my arms and rocked him. I can see me rocking him while I'm sitting on a bale of hay in the barn. And he died in my arms. Hmm. And I looked at him and I thought, I'm next. And within 20 minutes, I had died and we both were wrapped, wrapped in each other's arms in the barn. So now that was the second time that I died early. So I was 20. So now I'm dead at 16 in the first life in Persia, 20 in the second life in Ireland. Now, if you look at me, Robert, you look at my skin tone, my hair, I'm a freckle-faced redhead. I'm Irish, right? So I'm thinking, hmm, there might be something to this. But who, how, how do you know? I mean, how do you really, really know? Third time, which was the most interesting one because it brought my daughter into it, but she wasn't my daughter in the, in the story. I was in a concentration camp with a fellow inmate who turns out to be my daughter, and she had this dream as well. So we both had the same, the same dream. Um, and we escape, and we're running, trying to get out of there. We don't know where the heck we're going. And we can hear the dogs chasing us. And I can remember, as clear as I can see you, I can remember jumping under banana leaves that were on the ground to hide, she did the same thing, and all of a sudden, everything goes black. Hmm. So in other words, the dog has got us, or the guards killed us, or whatever. But my daughter had the same uh, bit of dream, and that was one of the things that she told me. So when we went to see Gertie, Gertie told both of us the same story, even though my daughter went to see Gertie like two weeks later. So when we compared notes, it was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So do I believe it? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I can see these things that supposedly happened, but I believe that they did. I think that we, you know, my daughter and I got very close after this, and I, I think that we come back to either teach or to learn, teach or learn, and, you know, we're always learning something and we're always teaching something. Hmm. And considering with what you do, for those of for those of you who are actually tuning in for the first time, would you be willing to share with our audience what you're doing with people, with your clients? Absolutely, yeah. I've, I'm a board-certified clinical hypnotherapist, um, and I've, got, I've been doing this for over 30 years. I'm also an ordained minister, so I use it for the, for the good of people, not for you know, any kind of, can you help me uh, you know, kill somebody or... I mean, there is that. There are people who think that hypnosis can can do evil things. I don't believe that myself, but, you know, it's all in your subconscious. It's all, it comes from you. It doesn't come from me. I, I heard it said this way. The hypnotist is the rudder, and the client is the boat. So you guide me to guide you. But everything that we do, you and me, as far as the client and myself, Everything that we do is for the good and for the betterment, the highest good for all concerned. No wonder why we align ourselves so well, because what I'm doing with my clients is similar, right. especially when bringing them into an altered state and being able to help them 
will be able to be a catalyst for their self-discovery. So asking specific questions and going a little bit deeper in an informal way. And using you use music. Exactly. What I do is use music outside. So they have an anchor and they have a ground to tune into. So it's something that's very powerful. And of course, it's allowing, giving them permission and giving them the opportunity to explore and seeing where they're, how far they're willing to go and just be able to be an ally for their success and their greater well-being. And I think, Robert, music helps you to get into a place where without the music, you wouldn't be able to get there at least as quickly as you can with music. I mean, music is a great equalizer. It's a great, there's just so many things that music can do for the soul and also for the subconscious, which is what you and I both work, work with. Absolutely. And imagine having something that's tailored for each individual because they're all, they all have their journey and their life. They have their book, their chapter, that specific page in the chapter. Their story. Their story. Their story. Exactly. They could even be on that paragraph, on that page, in that chapter, let alone the first <laughs> sentence. We can even go deeper, even down to that first word or even letter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's just so fascinating. And now I remember what it was that attracted me to you, you and your story, um, it's the same thing. We do the same thing, but it's in a different way. But we, I mean, the thing is that we both want to help other humans to be the best and do their best and get the best, have the best life, have happiness. Absolutely. Whether if I work with a graphic design client or doing sound design work, or let alone holding space to be able to help organize and find ways. It's all for the greater good, and everyone wins. Everybody wins. Win-win. Exactly. And win-win-win. I love it. With that being said, too, um, I know that you have an offering. Is there anything um, alongside what we're sharing that's also just as deep and profound from the wisdom you've already shared? Well, you know, I just come from we, we need each other. Nobody can do it alone. And there are people out there that are there to help. And I think we're, everybody complains about our world today, but I think we're seeing more and more good people, good energy coming in. I think this group of children that are coming in are going to save the world. The, you know, some people call them the rainbow children, some people call them another, another name, but. Indigos. Indigos, that's right. Uh, it just seems to me like we have more and more hugely talented, hugely intelligent, hugely uh, brilliant kids coming up at, that we've never had before. I've never seen it before. Hmm. So, you know, this is hope. This is the hope for the highest good for all concerned. Now, when you're saying need, I think some people may even wonder what that even means. And I know there's a huge difference between codependency as well as need in general. And I believe it's perfectly natural for someone to ask for assistance if they truly need it. Some people feel like they may just be unintentionally, you know, using somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm sensing you, you totally know when you say need, it's, it's perfectly okay to ask for that help. It's perfectly okay to um, allow ourselves to be received by other people. Well, again, nobody can do it alone. How do you ever get to where you want to be or hope to be? How do you ever attain your goal without help along the way? I don't know of anybody, a president, um, uh, a celebrity, I don't know of anybody that's ever done it alone. And you do have to ask. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen if you ask? And people love, 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 love to be asked. They love to be asked their opinion. They yeah. love to be asked... You know, whatever. You said to me, 
that you felt silly asking me for to interview with you. I sure did. Yeah. And I thought, wow, isn't that fascinating? But you did ask. I sure did. And I said, wow, I'd love to do that. See, you never know. You, you just... never know. Even me being interviewed by Dr. Vreeland herself, I just wouldn't, I had no idea what would be organically unfolding for me even having my own show. So it's, you just never know. Yeah, yeah. But you have to ask. My, I have two... <laughs> I have two mantras. One is ask, 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 ask. And the other one is listen, 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 listen. <laughs> it's a beautiful one. Maybe I could put some music behind it and see what unfolds that way, right? That would be great, Robert. That would be just perfect. So you asked me, did I have an offering? Yeah, I was going to say, speaking about that, that's just an amazing offering that you have right now. I'd love to know more about your Upgrade Your Life offer. Okay, so I have been studying with Tony Robbins and Chloe Medina. So I'm taking their life coaching training. I've been doing it for about six months. But the truth is I've been doing life coaching with my hypnotherapy uh, work for many years. So I'm just upgrading it and I'm widening it. I'm taking it further. I'm taking it deeper. So my offering is, is that if somebody would call me and, and ask, <laughs> I will listen and I will give them an hour free of life coaching. That's it. And that's an amazing offer. It is. And it sounds like that's an amazing frequency. And speaking about frequency, since we're slowly running out of time here, mm -hmm. time can fly by so fast, especially being with friendship or experiencing friendship with frequency. And we're actually hearing this song in the background, which is from my audio library. It's actually not on an album at this moment, but it's called The Friendship Frequency. That's which the one I picked. That is the one that Bunny picked. And I'd love to know your inspiration for choosing that song. Uh, it, your face came up when you, when you gave me the choices. I just went through them, and I there you were. So it was the friendship and I, the connection and the way that you and I both see what we do as being something to offer the world. And at 528 hertz, you really cannot go wrong with that, because apparently I've learned that the 528 hertz is coming from the heart. Ah. So that's actually the heart. And again, there's, there's so many people, as I've mentioned in previous shows, about talking about 432 hertz and other... So um, I've learned that that's, in many ways, that could be from the heart. So, I didn't know any of that, but thank you. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Again, to each his own, everyone experiences their own ways for frequency. And with that being said, we're actually out of time. But Dr. Bunny Vreeland, such an honor and blessing to have you on this show. Thank you so, so much for being on. Thank you so much, Robert. It's always a joy to be with you. And with that being said, too, there's, in order to be in touch with Bunny Vreeland, her links are at the bottom of this page that you're listening to. Everyone stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in and have an amazing rest of the week. And in the meantime, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Are you interested in being a guest on Life Rhythms Radio? Would you like to learn more about Life Rhythms products and services? Do you have any questions, comments, insights, or feedback about this episode? I invite you to contact me directly at liferhythmsradioshow at gmail.com. That is L-I-F-E-R-H-Y-T-H-M-S radio show, all one word, at gmail.com. Or visit liferhythms.us for more information. That is L-I-F-E-R-H-Y-T-H-M-S dot U-S. 
and I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. I am expressing so much gratitude and appreciation to the Mercury Broadcasting team and those of you who are listening each week to this show. I literally wouldn't be here without you and your support. And remember, Live Rhythms Radio Show is a weekly radio show, so tune in weekly and enjoy your dose of Live Rhythms Radio. Your life, your rhythm, your radio show. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.